Good morning. Dave and Dory in the morning KLH. Along with Marcus. Our Green and Gold Insider, co-host of Wilde and Tausch on ESPN. Three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year. Jason Wilde joins us. I changed up the music a little bit. Got a little Bad Moon Rising going. I understand from reading Mr. Wilde that... Well, Aaron Rodgers spotted Andre Risen around the facility. Good morning, Jason. What's going on? Uh, Aaron Rodgers wants other people to play wide receiver to the degree that he's willing to bring back a 55-year-old man who happened to be wandering around the building. Whatever works. I'm all in. So is that, I mean, obviously he was joking. Why was Andre Risen there, though? So I know he was uh, in town a couple weeks ago because they do these tours of the stadium where they have the tour guides that just do all the tours, but then they have these special ones where you can go on one with a former player. So like oh. my buddy Dorsey Levins has done it. Antonio Freeman has done it. Santana Dotson, et cetera, et cetera. So that adds another layer of uh, enjoyment, but also adds another layer of cost, I'm sure. sure. Uh, and Andre Risen did some of those. So I don't know what he was doing back in the building yesterday or earlier in the week, but uh, here's the thing. Like I'm, it's not realistic for Andre Risen to do for the 2022 team, <laughs> what he did for the 1996 team. That said, he's basically only one or two steps away from what Rogers is asking for anyway, because you know, Rogers you're right. does what he did on McAfee about the idea of, well, if guys aren't are making too many mental mistakes, then they shouldn't be playing and somebody else should replace them. They only have two other wide receivers in their building that have been with them. Okay, and they're so, on the practice squad, Jawan Winfrey and, and Travis Fulgham. All right, so they're playing Jake Kumaro. I know they're playing Buffalo, but do you think that the Bills will try? <laughs> That's thing. Will they, uh-huh. will they, especially with this receiver thing, you think they'll try to incorporate him in the office, offense a little bit more? You know what I mean? The Bills, uh, just, just to kind of throw it in the Packers' face. Yeah, he's been dealing with an ankle injury for oh, okay. the past couple of weeks, so he just returned to practice yesterday. I'm not even sure Jake will be able to play, but, boy, he is the he is the poster child, the poster receiver for Aaron Rodgers being ticked off about personnel decisions that uh, he didn't agree with and that he wasn't consulted on. Right. So it, it is... It is uh, it, Coincidental or ironic, one or the other. Look, Jason, the trade deadline is coming up in a couple of days, and the focus has been on finding a wide receiver to add. But are the Packers looking at other positions that we aren't thinking they're looking at, like maybe offensive line or maybe even tight end help? Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think this comes down to what's going to be available and what's going to be in their price range. Like, you know, I know that there are Packers fans, and Marcus, I think you're one of them who uh, want D.J. Moore, the wide receiver from Carolina. Carolina's already traded one of their other wide receivers, already traded their star running back, San Francisco. D.J. Moore's had three 1,000-yard seasons. He's a very good player. He's a former first-round pick. Um, And all the indications are that the Carolina Panthers don't want to trade him. They're not not looking to trade him. They think he's a guy who, whoever their quarterback's going to be next year, which – is probably not going to be any of the three that they have on their roster, um, needs to have a good player, which, oh, by the way, Aaron Rodgers needs a good player too. And if you'd have kept the one you had instead of trading him away, maybe we wouldn't be in this predicament. Um, 
but they, they're that's a guy that I think is a pipe dream. I just don't think that that's going to happen for the Packers. And what's it going to cost? Like, what are they willing to give up? Chase Claypool is the other guy people have talked about. Again, Pittsburgh goes in last week and beats uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, maybe they don't want to trade Chase Claypool anymore either. I, I just There's a lot of eggs being put in a basket that, as history has shown us, Brian Gutekunst is not going to overpay to get a guy at the trade deadline. He is not going to mortgage future picks. And, and let's not forget this, too. If they get their doors blown off in Buffalo on Sunday and they're 3-5, and five, if you're Goody, are you saying, yeah, I'm going to trade away next year's two or three pick, uh, third round or second round pick, to try and salvage a season that I'm not sure is salvageable anyway? And if Aaron Rodgers is gone next year, we're going to need all the picks we can get to try and mm-hmm. replenish this roster. Like I, I just, I, I would not put a whole lot of hope in. I would. It, here's the approach I would take for the trade deadline: don't put a lot of hope in there, and then you can be really pleasantly <laughs> surprised if they do something significant. Okay. All right. So is ginkgo biloba on the banned substance list? Why isn't that the stuff like for your brains or these mental mistakes? Can we pump these guys up oh, on I something yeah. so they read the plays? No, that's legal. Yeah. 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 All right. So maybe maybe she should slip that in. Is that legal uh, for radio? Because I'd like a bottle of that too. <laughs> I don't even know if you can buy that anymore. What's the stuff that Blossom pushes? She she does a commercial for Nerva. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, and Aaron might know her because they both, you know, auditioned Jeopardy. for being a host of Jeopardy. So maybe he can get a big supply of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, look, I don't think there's any um, banned or not banned substance that makes up for inexperience. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if Aaron Rodgers is frustrated with Samari Toure making mental mistakes in the game on Sunday, well, guess what? Samari Toure had never played in an NFL regular season game, ever. He was a, he's a rookie seventh-round pick. He played in the preseason, flashed, right, showed some things sure. that made you think, okay, this guy's got potential. Uh, but he's never played in a game before. You know, Amari Rodgers, we know how Aaron Rodgers feels about his brother from another mother, mm-hmm. right? He, he's already made that pretty clear. So uh, the idea that he's one of the guys making mental mistakes that Aaron Rodgers does want on the field, no one is surprised by that. But, again, the guy didn't play on offense more than a handful of snaps last year, and Aaron Rodgers made it very clear before the injury to Cobb they didn't want Amari Rodgers on the field this year either. So I, I guess my thing is, is how do you expect guys to be not making mental mistakes when their inexperience is the primary reason that they're making mental mistakes? You never heard, you know, he, he said one of the things he said was, well, you know, most games we, it's like we're talking like four, five, maybe seven, and we're talking 15 now. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you're also talking about Devontae Adams, who I'm guessing very, very, very rarely made mental mistakes. And you don't have a guy that's anywhere close to that. Although the uh, I'm looking at this, the Cardinals wire this morning says A.J. Green might be on the block. So maybe A.J. Green. I don't know what he has yeah, left in the tank. I have no idea. Yeah, he's a, he's a guy who uh, it kind of reminds me of when uh, – Tom Berenger shows up for spring training in Major League. Isn't that right. Jake Taylor? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, wish, wish we would have had him two years ago. We did have him two years ago. Well, four years ago, then. <laughs> All right, so uh, I have to ask you how much you loved Aaron Rodgers getting testy with Pat McAfee. I don't know if he got testy with him. Okay. I, I, I just 
you know, I don't, I personally don't agree with um, the approach he took. And um, as I said to him yesterday, I've basically heard every word he said publicly since he got here. Right. Like Mm -hmm. with the exception of that ayahuasca thing, I didn't listen to that, Okay, but he's never done that before. He has never called out teammates. I know not by name, but it's not like you have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure out who he's talking about. He's never done that to that degree before, ever. And and I know that. And so I think my point has been, and I said this to his face, so it's not like I'm standing behind his back, is that I just don't understand just how constructive it is. Um, what does he so, answer? But what is his response to that? Um, I, I think he felt like it was necessary, which he's certainly that's his, uh, you know, he knows the team better than I do. But I will say this, the, the idea that everyone is perfectly okay with slash very happy he did that is just not true. It's just not. Like, okay. there, there are people that were definitely bothered by it inside that building. There's no two ways about it. So okay. if you're Samari Toure, if you're Amari Rogers, if you're Romeo Dobbs, and you say that publicly, does that make me more likely or less likely to come to you to say, Aaron, I don't really understand this. I don't want to make a mistake. Can you help me with this? Does it make you more likely or less likely? In my opinion, it makes you less likely. Yeah. In my opinion, the better way to go about it, and I, and you know, he can call me soft and give me a hard time if he wants, but in my opinion, the best way to do it is to go to those guys independently and say, look, you're frustrating the hell out of me. We can't have these mistakes. What can I do? What do you need me to do to help you? Because I'm here to help you. Right. That's my job. What do you want me to do? How can I help you? Help me help you. <laughs> help me help you. All right, the Bills defense, number one against the run. A lot of that has to do with teams don't run against them because they're usually so far behind. Uh, they're really good. Is there any way, any way, the Packers squeeze this out on Sunday night? They are a 11-point uh, underdog uh, in the history of the world with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, they have never been a double-digit underdog ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest underdog the Packers have ever been with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback was eight and a half going into the opener uh, at Seattle in 2014, uh, which they did. They lost by 20, if I recall. Okay. So, sure, they have to play a perfect game. Right. Like, Rodgers has to play out of his mind uh, guys that have made mistakes instead are going to have to make huge plays. Uh, I I do not have the guts to pick them uh, to win, if for if for any logical reason. But the storyline of them going in there and winning and turning around their entire season by winning this game wow. is so tantalizing to me. Yeah. Uh, that would be an amazing story. So uh, I'm picking them to win. And you're all about nice. this. You're all about the story, right, Jason? I, mean, that's, I am indeed. Yeah, you are about the story. That's and it would be a tremendous victory should they win. It is a tall task. We'll talk on Monday and we'll review how they did. All right, everybody, take care. Be good. Jason Wildy is our green and gold insider.